You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. I was telling Pastor Jean this morning, I said, I've got a scripture. That's what I have. But it's interesting because the scripture, uh, as Deborah released her, uh, what, her testimony, which released the power to activate the testimony in our lives. And then Pastor Jean released his word that even though they, there were some specific words, there is uh, what I had written a little bit about this morning. There is a forerunner anointing being released. There is a pioneering anointing that is being released. And uh, uh, and he, we are, it says, you know, this is the title because that's all I had. There's a new thing. But I kept hearing, you are my new thing. You, you're my new thing. He's not doing anything without us being involved in it. You know, he can run the whole world without us, right? We know that. He can, he can uh, bring Jesus back right now. He, he doesn't need our permission, nor does he need our sign off on the timing of it. But he has chosen us to do his things through. And there is a new thing being done. And it is a forerunner, a pioneering. It is a breaker anointing that God is doing through you, his new thing. And what he's asking us is, can we perceive what he's doing through us in order to move with him to, for the new thing to come out for the people to see? It's funny. I had a two-day intensive this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday. And uh, some of the people are here, Jimmy Joe's from Kansas, Janet's joining us. Uh, some of the other have, have left. But um, we come together in this two-day intensive to focus in on what does the Lord have in this season? There are leaders, there's pastors. I think I had seven pastors in the group this time and, and business leaders and uh, people who are business leaders that are called to be pastors that will be pastors later in a secondary season and uh, are part-time pastors that uh, uh, work a full-time job and then they do their part-time job on the side. But it, it's really about being those pioneers that are willing to go in a place where no one else has gone in order to have a breaking open of the kingdom of God in this time for what God has planned. Um, and it's a fun thing. I mean, it really is a fun thing. We talked about this weekend. It's a scary thing because we don't have, we build a blueprint while we're here. We don't, we have a blueprint gives you a design of what it's going to look like. But as you start putting the pieces together, it's not exactly what you might have mentally pictured, but it's exactly what God had ordained for you. So as we begin to put the blueprints together, there are surprises, there are uh, uncertainties about how this is going to work out as we're putting together this anointing of pioneering that God has put on us. There is uncertainty of how it's going to work out. There is, uh, I don't really know what it's like to be a Lewis and Clark for the kingdom. <laughs> you know, I don't really know 
about that Christopher Columbus crossing the oceans. I don't really know how that works and neither did they. You know, are they going to fall off the side of the earth? That was the thought for Christopher Columbus, you know. And some people still think that, but we will not go there today. <laughs> we will not go there today. Some of you may not know, but there is a flat earth society. There. <laughs> still, still. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, but what we know is that God has designed everything to fit within his plan and his purpose. And, and we are designed to fit within his plan and his purpose. And he wants to take this beautiful design he's made in each of you and push you past the point of comfort and press you into a mold you thought you could never fit in and use you to destroy and take down every principality that is around you because he has decided he needs you. He decided when he created man that his vehicle is going to be his need for relationship with man and women. I say man generically. He, his need for relationship with man and woman so that he could get accomplished what he wanted to accomplish through you. Though he doesn't technically need you, he has chosen that he does. Through all of history, he's chosen us every time. He could do it without us, but he's chosen us. And he's chosen us to supernaturally separate the Red Sea. He's chosen us to walk around a wall seven times so it would fall down. He's chosen us to speak to a mountain so that we'll, it will move into the sea. And we look at him going, what? You want me to do what? He's like, it's easy. Because I am with you. And I've ordained this time for you. And it's going to be good. So uh, I'm going to talk about a couple things. We're probably just going to meander a little because I don't have a systematic message this morning. But what I have is a very fluid God that wants to speak to us. He wants to speak to us. And there's a couple things that have just been really on my heart. One thing I have been declaring, and, and I actually read this from a book called uh, his house, his presence was the name of the book. It's a great book, his house, his presence. But it says the mark of leadership in the coming days will not be one's ability to influence people. It will be one's ability to move heaven. Think about this. Think about this. It's not going to be who can we garner favor with to get them to do what we want them to do. It's going to be, how do I live out of the favor of God, the relationship with God, so that when I speak, heaven moves. When there's an assignment in front of me, it moves heaven for me. Uh, Jean was talking about the angelic that uh, has been uh, 
assigned to Adeline. But the other night when we had the, I just wanted to add to it, when we had the, uh, what did we have the other night? Outpouring. We had something the other night and I was here. <laughs> now, if I remember what it was, that's a different story. But uh, the outpouring, uh, you know, God was just releasing the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Some people got baptized in the Holy Spirit. We also had the release of fire into people. And it was interesting because one of the people who came for the um, two-day intensive brought their family, brought, brought their three children, uh, 17 and under. And uh, the 17-year-old stayed out in the service. And when we prayed for the fire, he, he came up to get the fire with his family. And as I was praying for him, I had my hand, just a finger on his hand and my other hand on his shoulder. And he, he had his eyes closed the whole time. And I thought, I, you know, just, just releasing what God was giving me. And for a moment, his mom said he opened up his eyes to look where my hands were because all he could feel was a finger touching his forehead. And my hands were not on his, his forehead. Uh, and it's interesting because that's what I feel like. I feel like these little things that God are do, God is doing for us, in us, through us, with us, even like this morning, you know, uh, Pastor Gene didn't come saying, I got a bunch of words during worship. He walks over and it's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. And then Deb, I'm like, don't you have a testimony about Adeline? She goes, yeah. Then all of a sudden God wants to burst forth, you know, a breakthrough. That's what God is calling us. He's calling us to move heaven when we have no thought of moving heaven. Right. He, he's calling us to, to not look at the people or the circumstances, but, but enter in to the present anointing for this moment so that when we release the words, it says that he is ready to perform his word. Yes. Yes. It says that there is angelic scent to minister with us. And we don't even see all the things that are going on around us, but it is happening. Yes. And here's this young kid being like, I don't know what happened, mom, but she was not touching me, but somebody was. And he's like, I'm the, he told, she talked about it in the class. I'll never forget that. You know, those are the things that, that mark someone. Uh, you know, Adeline's little uh, um, secret place with God. Yeah, I had a little conversation with Jesus and just know I'm healed. <laughs> just P.S. You know, it's that childlikeness that doesn't necessarily have to be in a Four or five-year-old, four, five, six. six, okay. It can be in a 30, 40, 50, 70, 80, 100-year-old. We can have that child-likeness that moves heaven on our behalf because that's what God wants. He wants to move heaven for us. You know, at, we, we always look at the Lord in that Peter... Um, uh, Scripture, I can't think of the number right off my head. I'm sure somebody will know it. But, you know, when Peter's uh, fishing and they fished all night and Jesus said, just throw your net. And he's like, I already done that. But he says, at your word. And when he said, at your word, heaven was moved on his behalf because of the word. And that's what God is doing. He, he's looking for people who aren't looking to influence people. They're looking to move heaven. I am looking to move heaven. I'm looking to, to, to move heaven. I am looking to move heaven. I want to practice. Lord, let's practice. I love to practice things. Um, the rest of this said, um, 
And it will be the humility of being a follower whose eyes, speech, and entire life are fixated on being the best leader for Jesus. That's what I want. I want my eyes, my speech, and my entire life fixated on Christ. Fixated on Christ. Paul says that in Philippians 4, uh, 12. I'm going to read that. That was one of the other later scriptures he gave me. Then I told Chuck, I said, I went to do something to add something to this. And then I erased the rest of it. So we'll just see how the rest of it goes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just, it just is what it is. And God does what he does. And maybe he didn't like that part. <laughs> He's like, we're going to, uh, we're going to redirect. But uh, uh, Philippians 4, 12, it says, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. We know how to be without. We know how to be with plenty. Everywhere and in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer. Um, oh, I'm reading the one wrong one, aren't I? Oh, no, that is right. Okay. That actually is not what I'm going to read, but I'll finish it up since we're right there. Uh, everywhere in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And what I actually wanted to read was Philippians 3, 12. And it's okay, Eddie, if you don't have that up there. Um, it says, not only that I have attained, because we're talking about that uh, he is looking for people who can move heaven. And in the, in the uh, Isaiah 43, I read earlier, it says, you know, forgetting that, but uh, we're, we're moving into the new thing that God is doing in this season. It says, not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That's what we press in for the upward call of God. That's what we press into being able to be in such a, a encapsulated place with the Holy Spirit that rests on us, that dwells in us, that as we move, we move heaven with us, uh, because that's where we are in our hearts and our life. We are childlike in our faith. I remember uh, Bill Johnson. I remember the first time I heard it uh, from Bethel. He was saying, um, I had so much of the presence of God in me. I would go to the grocery store and people would fall on the ground without me even saying anything to them. I would walk by them and they would fall by the presence of God. And I'm like, oh, I want that. He said, you know, he said the first time it happened, he was like, and then he realized it was because the presence was so saturated within him that he spent so much time with his eyes fixated on Christ that when he would go into places, not every time, but many times people would fall as he walked by them. We can just help him up and say, hey, do you know what happened? Let me just share Jesus with you. I can't imagine what that would be like, right? I think that would be fun. I think that would be fun. 
But I like the, the display. I definitely like the display. But I believe this pioneering heart that God has put in us, this, this anointing that God has put on us, it really is to, you know, we look at things like, um, let, me, let me just finish my sentence first, because I, I'm going to tell you a story too. But, we, but I believe it's so that we can see the things that we never thought were possible. In Exodus 34.10, he tells Israel, I'm about to do signs and wonders that you've never seen in your life. I believe we have not seen the fullness of what God is wanting to release, that we're going to see things that we've never seen in our life. We're going to see displays of God in signs and wonders, not just healing, not just manifestation of angels in the room, but I think we're going to see things in the, in the skies, things on the earth that we have never seen in our life before. We think we've seen it all. And so did they before they invented TVs and before we had electric cars and, and before people went to space. You know, we think we've got everything all figured out. We've seen there couldn't be anything else possible. But heck, they didn't even have the internet when I was growing up. I know for some of you, you're like, I can't imagine. <laughs> but you know, think we had encyclopedias. I mean, you know what happened is my parents had a little payment plan for our Britannical Encyclopedia. And if we needed to know something, we'd go and we'd look at it alphabetically and we'd pull out and we'd read everything we needed to know and it didn't change every hour on the hour. It was already out. You know, it was already outdated by the time we got it. But, you know, we, we, I don't ever remember us getting a whole nother set. We just had to live with whenever it was written. And, and if, if we knew anything else, it would have been on TV because definitely the schools didn't update their textbooks every five minutes. You know, so, so now everything is so accessible, but I feel like even what's accessible will not begin to compare with what God is about to do. And I don't believe it's about to do next year, 10 years from now. I believe it's about to do right now. I mean, we've experienced healing angels. Uh, Jimmy Joe didn't give this testimony, but I'm going to give it for her. And our last, not this past one, but the one before, uh, when we had the healing angels, she'd been having trouble with her shoulder for six months. She had been going to, and then she's in Kansas. She is not here. She, but she was watching online. She'd been going to a physical therapist, a chiropractor. It got to the point where they wanted to do an injection. She's like, oh, I don't want to do that. She watches the um, outpouring. God heals her shoulder. We're just, you know. God through the airways, yes. you know, God through, uh, through just like, I'm going to watch this. And suddenly there's a manifestation of what you're watching. And that's what I feel like. I feel like we haven't begun to even grasp what God is about to do. What God shows us in, in the word is, is showing us what is possible, but not fully written about in the word. But the word will verify what is occurring before us. And what will occur will not disagree with the character or the uh, word of God. Right. We have to remember we're, we're not doing something that's going to conflict with the word of God. You know, uh, they had. Um, oh, gosh, we've had a couple of different. Th- oh, let me now I know what I'm going to say. Um, 
we had the shooting at Lakewood Church, right? Last week. Was it last week? And been praying for them. But um, so, it, you know, social media, they post online and somebody wrote on the post. So is that God cleaning house? And for us, you know, we're like holding our breath going, oh, my gosh. But but for him who does not know the word of God, does not know the character of God, that was a, a real possibility. And I wrote to him and I said, you know, and I, I, I did a little, you know, nice explanation of no uh, was my first no. But, but, you know, that's what is happening is people don't know God who say they know God. People don't know God who don't know God. And so they're just assuming that whatever happens, they can put a filter on it based on what they think, not on what the word says. So we know when God begins to move in signs and wonders and all those things, that it will not conflict with what the word says. It will not give glory to someone else other than God. It will not offend the word of God. It will not misalign with the character of God. So what we're about to see, we're going to have to know a holy God so we can help interpret what is coming so that people will recognize that there is a God that lives that is displaying so that they can have an encounter or a connection, a relationship with the God who is calling them by name. And really, that is part of our joy. That's part of our, our commissioning and our calling. That is our charge at this hour, is that we spend the time with God. We spend the time in his word. We spend the time building our childlike relationship with him so we can walk out in a mature ability to guide a people who don't know their God. And that really does take pioneers. Yes. You know, Lewis and Clark were pioneers by uh, taking, taking the luxury train across the country. It took work. It took digging it out. It took sacrifice. It took focus. Yes. They didn't get halfway through and say, yeah, whew, this is taking a lot of my time. Yep. <laughs> I'm about done with this one. No, they didn't do that. What, they kept pressing on toward the prize that Christ had set before them so that they got where they needed to go. We are pressing on to the prize that Christ has set before us, even though there's going to be hills and valleys. There's going to be some challenges with people. But God is giving us the word, the maturity, and the ability to work through those processes so that his glory is displayed in us to others. Amen. Right? Amen. He is good. He is so good to us. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It might be a challenge, but it's going to be fun. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to, I want to tell this dream that someone had about me and I felt like it was about us. And I'd sent it to Deborah and, and a couple other people just to get their thoughts on it. But uh, one of the words that came back, it was a dream that uh, I had an opportunity to be in a small group with Elon Musk. Yeah. But I pray for him because his conversion will be a breakthrough for his sphere of influence. 
And just think, is, is his ingenuity uh, under the power of God? Right. I mean, Lord, thank you. Thank you for as we see these people turn their lives over, that there is this thrust of uh, breakthrough in, in the kingdom realm. But anyhow, it was a small group. And, um, but one of the words back to me was, it's about being a pioneer. And, uh, and I'd written something about being a pioneer in my last book about, you know, really carrying that pioneer and grasping that pioneer. But it's about being a pioneer in, in these places where God puts us that we wouldn't normally have access to. Right. So keep your heads up because God's going to put you in places that are not normal for you. It's not your normal realm. It's not your normal access, but suddenly you're there in order to bring what God has you to carry in that moment. You may be bringing the river that's been in a wasteland. You may be bringing the path when they get caught in the wilderness. I think of this in, in business realm all the time when they're looking for those solutions. And I remember I told you guys about this when I was doing that spiritual intelligence. And I don't know if you remember this, but uh, we, had to, we were given a problem of a corporation, but we didn't know the corporate name. We didn't know anything about it other than they had a problem and they need a solution. So you need to ask God, what is their problem and what's the solution? And uh, it was a you know, whole thing. But uh, one person kept seeing, uh, there actually they had several people that had pieces of similar things, uh, but they kept seeing pizza in space. And they went ahead and wrote it down. They had several pieces of it. Some person saw uh, uh, pizza. Some people saw space. Some, you know, and they started putting all, everybody cares a piece. So they started putting all the pieces together and they sent it to the corporation because they didn't know, you know, they sent it to the corporation of all the words they got to solve the problem. And it turned out it was a corporate pizza company trying to figure out how to manufacture pizza to send with the space you know, with the space thing. And there were all these solutions and ideas and connecting that it was pizza and space and all that. And they, we didn't have the whole picture. All we had was pieces. But when they read it, they got a, a bigger picture of what they were trying to accomplish. Now, how many, you know, when we first started doing all of this, I was like, that is weird. I think that was one. Of the, but how many of you would have the courage to write down for this corporation, I keep seeing, well, one, I think one saw pizza, one saw spaceship, and then one person had pizza in space. You know, there were several different things. But, uh, you know, that's what God is calling us, to be ridiculous in what he's showing us to, to a world that would say it's ridiculous, but it's actually the word of God confirming what they need. It's that breakthrough anointing, that pioneering spirit that we're able to not only move heaven, but take the things from heaven that will bring the solutions to the earth, right? Amen. I know. I love stuff like that. that is, I love it. I just think it's so much fun. Lord, give me a problem to solve because I know that you've got the answer. Right. You know, it says the spirit of wisdom and understanding is on us. The spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Gosh, whew, that's definitely what I want. Um, so just a couple other things and then we're going to close. Um, this is something I'd written out of my, my book, uh, New Moves of God. But um, the pioneering spirit 
as a, as a new move for those who are willing to receive. And uh, Pastor Karen and I have been talking about the word receive. And the word receive in places in scripture, it means when you receive it, you take it. You know, God can release things, but if nobody's willing to take it, it's just hanging in the air till somebody wants it. And when I hear words that sound like I want those words, I just go ahead and let you receive it, but I'm going to take it too. Amen. You can do that. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right? Can you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got the other. But think about it. What God has prophesied over you, what God is speaking to you in scripture, have you taken it? Have you pulled it down and said, that is my word. Lord, I'm going to declare that word over my life. I'm going to declare that this is going to occur. I am taking that word for mine. I am taking the healing. I am taking the breakthrough of my finances. I am taking that was released today. Healing was released today. You know, uh, um, Elijah anointing was released today. Lord, I'm taking it. I'm taking what you've released. I'm just not going to let it be a floater in the air. When, you're, when I'm playing tennis, when there's a floater in the air, you take it. And the people on the other side of the court, they move quickly. Because if it's floating in the air, they're probably going to see it. Right? So we got to take what God is releasing. If you don't take it, you're actually not going to get it. You're going to say, yeah, I got that word a while back. I'll, sometimes people say, you know, I got this word. And sometimes I say to them, what are you doing? What did you do with the word that you got? Did you eat it? Did you consume it? Did you declare it? Did you, did you say it's become such a part of me that it has to manifest out of me because I have taken it, God has spoken it, and he will perform his word he's given yes. me? Yes, Michelle was going to yes. take it. Yes. yes. So it says, uh, Nubu is for all who are willing to receive and he, and this is the other part of, uh, out of my book, it says, God has designed his family not merely to survive, but to thrive. He is anointing us to not only uh, be the solution makers, but to be pioneers. So when things get tough, we can pioneer a new way rather than retreat. He wants us to get out of our familiar pathways and engage in his new way of doing things. He desires for us to live spirit to spirit, spirit bringing down heavenly solutions. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I'm going to end with uh, two other scriptures, Romans 12, 2, because we never can hear Romans 12, 2 enough. I say it all the time. You know, scriptures grab a hold of you when you need them. So you start saying them because you need them, you know? Yes, Karen says, that's why the word's active and alive. I have uh, secondary preachers in the room that just holler back. Holler back. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. It says, and do not be conformed to this world. Nope, nope, nope. That's not my, con I'm not conforming to the world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good. So we're, by the transformation of our mind, we're able to prove what is good and acceptable, so we can do that, and perfect will of God. So my mind is being transformed, and I'm grabbing a hold of what God has, and I'm taking it.
and then I'm going to manifest what I've taken. Amen? Okay, if you guys will stand. So, Father, I just thank you that you've released a, a flood today, and we take it. It's not going to be hanging in the air. It's going to be taken by us. We're going to consume it. We're going to declare it. We are not letting go of it until it manifests in our lives. So, God, we, we are not uh, uh, weak and timid. We are strong and bold, and we are not letting go of this pioneering spirit. We're going to break through. We're going to tear down the wilderness. We're going to make paths for those to follow. We're going to pour out the river of living water. So there is no dry wasteland. God, we're going to be fruitful. We're going to be abundant. We are going to multiply. And we are going to be a displayers of your glory as we move heaven on earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.